Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is your bi-weekly source of gaming news, questions, and impressions from minimap.com.au. My name is Kerry Palmer. Joining me, as always, is June Williams. Good afternoon, morning? Yeah, it's like 12. Afternoon. Yeah. Afternoon, good afternoon. And Jeremy Raditich. Hello. How are we going, everyone? It's been a couple of weeks. There's a new president in America. There is. That's great. Get the global politics out of the way early, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, how are we going on this on this rainy Melbourne day in the middle of summer? I had a very good rainy sleep. Mm. Mm. Really nice, like because I slept with my window open. The rain smells came in. You know what that's called? Right, rain smells. Rain smell. Does it have a name? Yeah. What's what? it called? Petrichor. Uh, doesn't sound as good. Ah, I, I like that word. Actually. Let's get the let's get the definition here. Is that like cottage core? It sounds like a dinosaur. It's C H O R. Petrochorus. Yeah. Petrochorus. Oh, Google's Google Google's got an alert for Australian search results. Oh my god. Google searches in the news. Fuck you may have heard Google. about a proposed law. We are willing to pay to support journalism. Here our proposal. Oh my god. Petrochor is the earthy scent produced when rain falls on dry soil. The word is constructed from Greek petra, rock, or petros, stone. And uh, ichor, the fluid that flows in the veins of the gods in Greek mythology. I like that. I like that. Mm. Petrichor sounds like my new favorite indie game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> See results about Petrichor candles. That might be really nice. Rain smell candles? Nah. Uh, nah. I don't know if I want a candle that smells wet. It's not, it's not wet, though. It's just the smell of rain on a summer's day, you know? That's wrong. a pretty special smell. It feels really smell. wrong. Mm. I feel like you have to... It has to be wet outside. You gotta earn it. Yeah, gotta earn it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, if you aren't familiar with us, we uh, well, I welcome. Um, this is <laughs> <laughs> the Minimap Cast. We do this every couple of weeks. Sometimes it's a little bit longer, rarely shorter. Um, this is the podcast for minimap.com.au where we come together to talk about gaming news and what we've been playing and impressions and and game of the year stuff every now and then when that happens once a year and. Uh, that's if it. you like that, uh, <laughs> you can follow us on the website. You can find all of the episodes there that we've done previously, future episodes to come, as well as our other podcasts, the Game Spoilers podcast, the Game Club podcast that we do roughly once a month, and also our new pet baby project, baby project, the uh, the baby. pecking order, which is uh, June's uh, creative endeavor. It's uh, quite good. What are we What are we recording today, June? Sonic, but. It's the Sonic from the original trailer before they fixed it up where he's got like very small lips and like... And teeth. And teeth. Pre-redesigned Sonic. Yeah, specifically. It's going to be a hoot. So stay tuned for that one. We've also, we also did one on the Wendigo last time we were at Jeremy's house, which is that's the last episode we did. That was a fun time. Uh, and yeah, if you wanted to support us and what we do here, this podcast or the other podcasts on the website, you can go to patreon.com slash minimapau. Throw us a few dollars if you can. Uh, helps us out. Helps us run the, the website, the podcast, all of that stuff. Um, and just last before we crack into it, thank you to Shook for letting us use your music for the, uh, the Minimap cast. The song is the Moog Model D Improv from their YouTube channel. And you can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. Uh, what do we want to kick off with? I get... I, We'll do what we've been playing. June's been playing Mario Galaxy, but doesn't really like you played it when it came out originally too. Yeah, so yeah, you don't really yeah I don't really have much more to say on it. It's yeah, closer to the end. I am jealous. It's very, it's very good. <laughs> I want to play. It's I went very to. Good. I went to play 
Galaxy the other day and I was like, oh, but maybe I'll continue to stream it. So instead I just played <laughs> Sunshine, which I don't care about <laughs> streaming. I, I like the Switch controls a lot. I mean, I know the yeah. way... I guess the Wii was similar, but I enjoyed being able to lounge however I like. With the Joy-Cons? Yeah, and like, you know, one like over yeah. here and the other one like, I don't know, by my side. And it's even like able to freer now properly. too because there's yeah. no cable. Yeah, But great. also you don't have to point at the infrared bar. You yep. just move your arm in situ. It's uh, it's very neat. Yeah. It's hands down the two Joy-Cons is the best way to play that. Yes. Uh, Galaxy. Yes, yes, yes. Have you tried doing it with like a pro controller? I haven't because I I feel like you have you have to play it with the cursor on the screen to get the stars and stuff. Well, you 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 still get the cursor on the screen. No, with the I, pro hate controller. I hate it. I hate but it. But the 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 tilt controls feel really weird because no. you're not moving one hand; you're moving both of it. No. It's, yeah, it's really weird. You see, they finally announced the new pro controller design. Did oh. they? Monster what? Hunter. Oh yes, uh, I did see that actually. It looks it looks okay. Yeah. I mean, it's the first one in what. Five years? Yeah. What was the last one? Xenoblade? Uh, Xenoblade. Smash, right? Smash. Smash was end of 2018. When was Xenoblade 2? It was after that, wasn't it? I thought it was before that. I think it was after. Okay. Yeah, they are, They should make more of those. They I should make yeah. more of those. I don't those. know why those they don't. Nice. Mm. The Smash one is nice. I saw one the other day. It's actually good. I can't believe there isn't a Zelda one. <laughs> oh. That would be so hard to get. Oh. If they made Not a Zelda one. if they just one. made it. <laughs> Yeah, but like you can't get the pro controllers anymore. Like once they're sold, they're sold. Yeah, sure, but I mean, like I don't know why they never made a Zelda one. Yeah, why, why did they, they do that? I don't know. Well, probably because the only Zelda game of note that they would do what that colors for came out be? with a launch. What colors would it be? Uh, either green or green? gold. Green. Yeah, you can you, you can you can pattern it like the or like blue the like the tunic. Yeah. Uh blue would be nice. Actually. Yeah, blue like the yeah. hero's tunic. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's fair. Um, tell us about Hitman, Jeremy. Hitman 3 came out. Yeah. Um, Carrie and I have both played lots of Hitman 1. And 2. And 2 as well. I haven't played enough. I have watched a bit. I still need to have played a lot more. Like, I've played, like, the first two levels of both of them a lot, and not much of the rest yeah. of them. You and I play Hitman almost opposite ways. Right. Like, you, you, will, you will go and like master a level you can like you can do different challenges in a level and you can complete all the challenges and you can get like a level mastery yeah and then you'll move on to the next one whereas i will play through the level once or twice and then i'll move on to the next one yeah um and i will go back to do what i want to do and enjoy that and like i i always have the idea in my head of i would love to master a level um but i just don't have the time to go through and do all of that um june have you ever played hitman uh i haven't myself but i've seen people play it right yeah the i think it was the first one, the right? Yeah, not anything since. Yeah, they're they're very the, so the sequel and the three are very similar. Yeah, yeah. like it's it's they're basically like the same game with like just more things. Yeah. Basically, one is the bedrock foundation. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Hitman Three has come out and it's very very good. I'm happy to say. Um, Surprise! I've played two of the levels. Um, the level like what really stood out to me was how, um, not like not grandiose but they're very like the levels that they've designed for hitman 3 are very like there are a lot um in a way that's really enjoyable like one of the levels i've been playing is at the top of a skyscraper for example and it's like a it's like a meeting between like some like saudi prince and this evil business mogul and this other person who's like in charge of another evil corporation and they're having like an evil meeting but it's also like they're celebrating the launch of the tallest building in the world the new tallest building in the world um and you enter the stage from a skydive 
um, like, like you don't play the skydive, but you enter from landing from the skydive and like you're like walking across beams and like breaking through a window and into the level like that. Um, That's really cool. It's great. It's really good. Because normally you just like walk the fuck in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like every time you just walk into the level. And then like and that's fine. It's got a place. I like the there's level in Mad 2 where you boat in. Um oh, yeah. like into like this evil like cult island. Oh yeah, um, I've heard about that. I still that, haven't played that's it. That's a great level. Um this one's really good though. This is like it's just really well designed, really like the best kind of dense. You have so much to do. Like rather, there's so much you can do, right? Like you, there, like your tasks are quite simple, but you have so many different ways of going about it. There's different items, there's different playstyles, different, uh, like different storylines that like can weave through the world, and you can impersonate different people. Like it's Hitman, but it's just like Hitman Three is just a really good Hitman. Yeah. Um, there's like they are doubling down on this story in a way that I do not care about. I'm skipping cutscenes because like the whoa, th- like I never cared about the. I didn't know Hitman wanted to had a story. Honestly, sorry, Byron. Yeah, <laughs> Hitman Hitman Three story isn't good. Yeah, like it's like well, it's, it's interesting because the first one had like full cutscenes when they released under Square, and then yeah. they were sold out before they did two. Yeah, and then two was like like motion comic like cutscenes. Yeah, or it was like still images. With like rain effects on them and voiceover, um, what what are, what are they? Are they so, so, so three like like full cutscenes again, okay. like three like animated cutscenes and like I don't like yeah. Human isn't a character to me. Yeah, human is a vice. What about Diana? Who? Your handler, <laughs> the one that says hello forty seven. Yeah. Oh, I like her because she's got a good voice. She's got a name. I think so. Okay. I think it's Diana. I might be entirely off base for that one. The moment I found out that his name was Tobias Reaper, I'm like, nah, the story, like, this is not a thing that I'm interested Tobias in. Tobias Reaper. Um, there's, like, fucking Hitman's, like, childhood friend is there. Or, I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in playing the levels. Hitting men. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you hit a lot of men in this game. <laughs> um, the other level that I, I've only briefly played, I haven't finished this level, is a mansion. Um... And there's a private investigator um, who is investigating something. I've heard a lot about this. This is a great level. This is like an all-timer, like a really good level. This is Knives Out, the level. Um, like honestly, Because what is it? Like you, you've got there and you've still got your targets like normal, but then you can like knock out the private detective and take their clothes and yes. then do the investigation. Oh, yes. that's yes, very you good. Can. Yeah. yeah. Um, like I've said before that like Hitman is one of my favorite like improv stages to just yeah. like just mess around with shit i i love to uh when hitman 2 came out i was role playing as the the wet bandits from home alone where every time i would walk past the sink i would like you can um uh, you can overflow a sink and then it's like a distraction a distraction someone has to go and fix it people are like what the fuck yeah like what you are you doing their necks. yeah um i i made a rule for myself every time i walk past the sink i would have to you overflow have to it, turn it on. I, I, I fucked up at one point in one of the levels in Hitman 2 in Monaco, um, where there's like a there's a like a, a, a Formula One race going on. Miami. Sorry, Miami, yes. Um and uh I hid in a bathroom without realizing and then I saw seven sinks and I'm like, oh fuck. And I'm like, there's like there's people coming. I gotta quickly do all these. And someone walks in and he looks at me like, what are you doing? Why are you stop that? What are you doing? And I'm just like overflowing more and more things. And he's looking at me going, get the fuck, like, what are you doing here, you asshole? Um 
Hitman Three is very good. Mm. Uh, it's it's like it runs really well as as well. Like on my computer, like it 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 it. Uh, Hitman Two, I got a little bit of performance hits in big crowds. I haven't had that at all in Three. That's cool. Um, Three is also a smaller game, uh, size like disc size wise. Even with the other games installed on it, right? Yes. Yeah. When you add them all up, the way Hitman Three does its compression, um, the games will be smaller running through Hitman Three than they will be running standalone on their own. Um, just you know, you'll love to see that. Yeah. What did they say? They like re-optimize the shader code or yes. something. Yes. Very cool. Um, yeah. It's just it's really good. It's really fun. I'm I'm enjoying it immensely. Mm. Hitman's Hitman's always a game because because I discovered Hitman. <laughs> Hitman's always a game. It's always a game. You know. <laughs> no, because I discovered Hitman through like. Um, videos um, it's always something that I want to stream mm. because what I think Hitman is the best at is the 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 spontaneous moments especially the ones where you fuck up but the moments where you're like oh my god I can't believe that worked yeah. and oh my god this went so badly and all of them I just want to laugh with and about and all of them I want to do that with someone yeah. like all the time like any anytime I play Hitman I just want I want to do that with people. It's like a shared experience yeah. for me. Um, yeah, the, the cascading events that happened in that game, similar to Spelunky, I honestly, just, yeah, um, is like it, it is a, it is a joy to watch. I've been watching other people's streams of Hitman Three as well, not because like I really want to see high level Hitman play, but I love to see low level Hitman play. Yeah, like just like just things just going so awry because of something you did at the beginning of the level, which you didn't realize was going to affect you later on. It's so good. Yeah, you're accidentally laying traps for yourself later on. Um, it yeah, it's great. It's really good. What else you got, buddy? Uh, I finished Demon Souls. Well done. Thank you. Was it hard? Yes. Okay. Um, this is my the, the first time I've ever beaten a, a FromSoft game. Mm. Um, if you had asked me what FromSoft game are you going to beat first, I wouldn't have never have said Demon's Souls. <laughs> um, that game's really good. That's a very, very good video game. Um, it's got some shit in it, um, but it is extraordinarily good. Um, the remake is just... It's, it's just a fucking gorgeous remake. Um, they've just done such a good job at just bringing out this stunning looking world with like these these crazy looking textures and substances and just like incredible shaders and lighting and oh my god um i didn't realize i was actually much closer to the end than i thought i was oh um not in a bad way just like i i didn't realize when i had beat this boss that i was like oh like i've beaten all of them now i need to just do the final part um which i'm not going to talk about aside from i'll talk about one thing i'm not going to say what the final boss is or anything um how does the final level compare to the Destiny 2 Almighty Sun level? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't really know how to... How's act- the score? How's the, the... I don't actually remember the music in that, oh. in, the, in the final stage. Um, I'm absolutely kidding. <laughs> um, the, the location is sick. It's a really cool location. Um so, so I'll talk about like my my through line to me finishing the game. So I, I I got to a part where I was up to two bosses at an area that I didn't like. Two of the bosses were really really difficult for different reasons. One of them was I I was up to a boss called Maneater. Maneater is this big beast that gets really annoying halfway through the level, 
sorry, halfway through the boss to a point that I think is not good. I think it's like actually poor, like poorly designed. Um, it's 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 very it's very early PS3 design, um, in terms of gameplay and boss design, um, in a way that kind of sucks. Um, and the boss is kind of janky. Like Man Eater, you're you're fighting him on a big long bridge, and there's like a bonfire, not not like a Dark Souls bonfire, but like an actual bonfire in the middle of the bridge. Um, and Man Eater will fly around and whack you, and is, and can shoot like little. Um, little like bolts at you but they're, they're quite slow they're pretty easy to dodge um but he will like roll you and push you and he will man eater is not the thing that kills you in this level he knocks you off every fucking time huh and it's really annoying um because you can have like full health and then you're just over you can get full health you can get knocked over you can get knocked once be, be okay and then the attack will happen again and the attack will happen again and oh. you, you won't get a chance to actually get up and move like out of the tech and combo yeah um as well as when Maneater flies away, he, his animation gets kind of fucked and like will <laughs> stand up in the middle of the sky and then go back to flying again and then will like lunge to the other side of like the boss area and then we'll be like standing on nothing again and then we'll be flying again. Whoa. It's really whack. It's really, really jank and it happens every single time I fight him. Whoa. Yeah. Um, That's wild. It's really weird. It's like it's really rough. That part of it. I wonder if they just put it at the end of the game and were like... No, it's not the end of the game. There's like a middle boss. Oh. Yeah, it's just like a really weird boss. Wow. Um, okay. I fucking threw my controller to the side and fucking flipped off the TV when I beat it as well. I was so I was so happy to be done with that fucking boss. Um, <laughs> oh God. Fuck you, LG! Literally. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and then I started to make progress again. I started to actually level up my character a little bit more. Um, there is a boss called like Storm God or something. I do not remember <laughs> what it is, but it's a giant That's sick. <laughs> floating being in the sky that like so the god bosses in the game are not the difficult ones. Um one of them is kind of difficult, but these are not the these are not the bosses that are like you have to learn. These are the ones you just got of like it's honestly trial and error in, in a lot of ways. Um and you beat it. There's no real strategy, it's just knowing what you have to do. Um there's a sword at the end of this area, which when you attack, sends out like a gigantic gust of wind straight ahead as if you're slashing the sky. Mm. And you're just like cutting through enemies that are in the middle of the sky while it's storming and this boss is fucking massive and the music is like swelling and there's rain and i'm sitting there going like this is like the coolest fucking thing i've ever seen this is like <laughs> this is like thor ragnarok like dope shit uh and the, the final boss that i'll talk about is old monk um are you familiar with old what old monk is you know what old okay so old monk looks like a person and it's because they're actually an npc except they're not an npc they're actually another player um that's online and you have to beat another player that's cool it's really I great like that idea what how It'll like so. You, there's if you play through the game, you can then go to a stage and then become the old monk, and oh, then wow. and you are a boss for other players. It's great. Also, really good like early PS3. What like, happens? Hey, we got networking sort yeah. of stuff. What What happens if you're not online? Uh, they give you like a stand-in which uh, performs like a yeah. um, like a, another person. They, they with like have, some randomized gear, I think. They have NPCs that play like other players in those games already, yeah. so it's not it's yeah, it's not out of it. If you die, does it like will you get the same person again? Nope. Someone else? Yeah. Whoa. And yeah. like and like it'll say, like, so like there's like there's a flight of stairs you have to go up to to get it. Yeah. On the way up it'll say who's invading. That's cool. Um so you'll get like the username or whatever. I like it. That's um, awesome. So yeah, like 
a lot of the old monks were like trouncing me because they were like using techniques that like that they knew but like it never felt no i never felt like i was being trolled i never felt that someone was using like some gimmicky weapon and just like one-shotting me or staggering me and getting me stuck um that like it's 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 put together in a way that it's enjoyable to fight that's so interesting like could you imagine like signing up for that and being like i want to give these other players like a you it's could cute. you I could decide it. to like give them like dynamic difficulty, you yeah. know, and not yeah. not trounce them, but be like give them a chance, yeah, yeah, and like have it be a close fight. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so interesting. It's great. It's really cool. It's a really great fight. I don't think they ever did that again. I mean, they obviously they did the invasions, but the thing with the invasions is it it is an invasion. Like it's like it's not something you sign up for. Yeah, it's something that happens to you. Yeah, and a lot of the times you get fucked. Yeah, like it like it, it that happens in Demon Souls as well. There are invasions mm. in Demon Souls. Mm. Um. I want to say, Bloodborne had one like that. Uh, Bloodborne hasn't. Yeah, no. yeah. It's it's a it's a no. Sorry, I mean like an old like a boss. That's another. Oh, right. I, I don't actually know. I, I feel haven't. like I read that, but I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's really cool. It, it's a, it was a great boss, and I found someone who was like about as good as me. So it, like it wasn't like it, it was it was a pretty close fight. Mm. Um, and we were using entirely different play styles, so it was cool to see how those two mesh together. Um. Uh, and yeah, so when uh, so Old Monk was the final boss that I had before I go into the final area of the game, and so the 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 character that levels you up because you, you speak to someone in the Nexus who levels you up and you give them the souls. She doesn't have eyes. She knows she's got wax over her face. Very cool. Yes, it is very cool. Um, she then opens up the area of uh, the area in the Nexus where you go to the final stage, and then she jumps in and like, but like she will, she grabs you. And goes like, follow me in. Um, you are then in the next area, and so when you beat a boss in Demon Souls, like every other Souls game, you get a lot of souls out of beating a boss. You get like a chunk, and so what I do after every time I beat a boss in Demon Souls, I will go to the lady and level her up. She took me into the next stage, and I'm carrying like sixty thousand souls, which is like a lot for where I was at at that point. And I was like, I want to like spend these souls before I do the final boss, and you can't. Oh, <laughs> you. Like they're like, yeah, nah, you're ready. You're in. Yep, time to go. If you beat this, you could beat that. Yep. Wow. In a way that like they 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 look at you and they go, yep, yep, time to go. It's and it's like no going back to the nexus. Nope. Just... Well, like, did you, 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 you? You can go back to the nexus. You just can't spend it on leveling up. Did you uh, like that or not like that? I I was very antsy. Yeah. Um. There is a certain like comfort you can get from being like. Oh, I beat that boss, and now I can put it towards something, and I'll be stronger. Yes, but yeah, no, like, like it, it is, it's very deliberate. It's extraordinarily like, now nah, you don't, you don't need any more. Like, you're good. You've, you've earned this now. I'm cutting you off. Yeah, like, 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 well, it's very much like, hey, time to shine. Um, in a way that I, I appreciated as like a, a fun little thing to make me so much more anxious. Mm. Um, <laughs> anyway, I won. Um, yeah. it's great. It's, it's a, it's a really good game. Um, and. I immediately just went into New Game Plus, and I just I like I, I it was late, and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna k- keep progressing until I die. Do the first area. Yeah, yeah. So like I did the first area, I I beat Phalanx without dying, and then I got up to Tower Knight, um, and I was like, oh yeah, I remember how to do Tower Knight. Tower Knight stabs me once, and I'm dead. <laughs> like I mean, like I'm like, oh Tower Knight, cool, and then he's got <laughs> dead. How and did I, you find? The... I burst out laughing. <laughs> how did you find the the area the normal one, level one enemies like on new game plus like like they they scale again so like they are um 
I'm not one-shotting everything immediately. Okay. Uh, like, I've, I've got a really strong weapon, so, like, I wasn't, like, it wasn't too difficult. Um, but, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, like, right, I got to remember how to do these and, like, the, the blue knights with the shields and the, and all that stuff. Um, I had to relearn a little bit. Cool. Um, did yeah. you did you finish Sekiro? No, I didn't. Okay. That game's fucked, apparently. Like, the amount of times I've heard people talk about that final boss. In Sekiro? Yeah, I've, I, I've, I've beat, I've beat... I've beat. I've watched my housemate beat that game like four times, yeah. and I, I've seen him like do the final boss a few times, and like it, it is like. Do you, so you might you don't think you go back to Sekiro now that you've beaten Demon Souls? I I I would love to go back to Sekiro at some point. Mm. I think I want to do Bloodborne first. Mm. Um, yeah, Bloodborne's having a another renaissance. Yeah, yeah, like that's honestly what's made me go like, okay, I think it's like. I mean, I said this last year. I was like, I think it's time for me to be Bloodborne, but like, I think it's actually time for me to be. <laughs> now that you've now that you've fully done Demon Souls, yeah, yeah, I think you got the you got the the From Software juice. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The, the, the the. I was gonna say blood, but I like blood juice. is better. Blood is more like, but it doesn't make as much sense. Like he doesn't have blood in him. He doesn't have like. I sure else. do. But like, but like <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Okay, we'll stay with juice then. Blood Lock juice. Lock it in, juice. Blood, Blood juice. juice. Blood juice. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, the the like the, the floodgates have been burst. Yeah. I I can now I can now feel like I can beat other games. You have the from software soul in you. Ah, that's so much better. Why don't we think of that? Hot diggity <laughs> dog. Juice. <laughs> I like that. I I think that one works. Anyway. You got those shadows that die twice. Yeah, you got them blood <laughs> echoes. Got that Elden Ring. <laughs> when when the fuck are we going to see that game? I don't think we'll see it this year. You don't think we'll see it this year either? No. People thought we were going to see it last year. Yeah, they were so... Disappointed. We, we, got, we got one cinematic trailer. They also said they're working with George R.R. R. Martin, who is chronically behind. Sure, but that's not like, you know... I don't think we'll see it this year. It's been a while. This is the longest... Like, they used to put out games really quick. Yeah, really quick. Yeah, one or two... Like, 18 to 24 months max. Yeah. When was Dark Souls 3? Or was no, sorry, 20... when was Sekiro? So, okay. So, here we go. So, 2018. Uh, Dark... Sekiro was 2019. Demon's Souls was 2009. Dark Souls was 2011. Dark Souls 2 was, like, 2014. 2013... No, 2013, I think, because it came out in the old systems. Sekiro. It was 2013 or 14. It was right around new console launch. That was Dark Souls 3? Two. Two, sorry. Bloodborne was 2015. So a year later, they came out with Bloodborne. Yeah. And then 2016 was Dark Souls 3. So the year after that, they came out with the next one. And then Sekiro was 2019. 20... I think it was 19. It was 19. Because oh it was, it was, it won Game of the Year alongside yeah. Control and Star Wars. Yeah. And... I thought it was 18. Why nah. did I think it was 18? Oh, I know why I thought it was 18. Yeah, right. So yeah, no more than two years between games. Uh, Sekiro came out like. March or May 2019, so yeah. we're about to hit my, the my article mark. went up in May. Yeah. So like April May. Yeah. yeah, you were sitting on it for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I think April May. I don't think we see it. I think we have to see it this year. I don't. I reckon we might get a trailer. I reckon maybe early next year. But that <sighs> game sounded so early when I saw it. Like it was just a cinematic. Man. I want to know what they're working on now. I want to know what a next-gen FromSoft game looks like. Yeah. Because it's not going to look great. Yeah. Their games never really look great. They look okay, but... You know like, what? You know which games of theirs looks fantastic? Demon Souls. Demon Souls remake yeah. by Bluepoint. Yes. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I beat that game. Question for you. Yes. Last time we recorded, we were at my house. Yes. And uh, we you, you saw my projector. I did. And we played some Demon's Souls. Yeah. How did the visual quality rate on my projector compare to your big new fancy television? I mean, the TV's like... It's a and it's like a 4K HDR, 120 hertz. I mean, it was 120 hertz, but yeah, it's... Yeah. I mean, it, you know, like the, the TV is a... It is a... It's a TV. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what... But... It, but Projector big. Yeah, no, like the like, I, dude, your projector looks great. Okay. Like that is a that is a really good projector. Um, the, the the TV has local dimming. Projectors don't do that. No, very bright. Yeah, like and like, the TV gets bright as well, but it gets bright compared to the dark parts, which is why, like, that's how you know the dark parts. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the dark parts, tell me about Battlefront Two. <laughs> um, Battlefront Two is free. Well, was free on Epic. Yep. Got fifteen million. Nineteen. 19 million player inject. Let me tell you about a thing called Star Wars. <laughs> Go on, then. Go do, on. Do, do, uh, like, do, I, I, do. I, don't, I don't have a whole lot to say apart from, like, it, it is nice to be able to get into a game really quick yeah. um, in a Battlefront 2. Like, it was... The PC player base in Australia wasn't great, um, and on, on console, I heard it was even worse. Is it just because Mandalorian's out? Everyone's on Star Wars again. That's because like, it was free. Because it, like, it's yeah. free, but also, yeah, Mandalorian. But also, honestly. Battlefront 2, when they came out with that, like, anniversary update, like, two years later, like, people were all over it. Yeah. And, like, people were trying to buy the disc copy and we and there were none to buy. Like, yeah. it was... It was weird. Like, it, it it became good. Like, they they put the hard yards to make it a really good game. Um, It's still not a game that's incredibly deep. It's still not a game that I, I give my my 100% attention to um, in a way that like I'm glad about that I don't I don't really want that from Battlefront like I would want that from like some Star Wars RPG or whatever um, but like it's like it's a silly fucking first and third person shooter that you shoot dumb shit and make the good sounds um, and make me have the good Star Wars feeling in my brain <laughs> um, uh, the anniversary edition also gives you a bunch of skins and stuff so I can play as Christopher Lee in pajamas um and yeah, like it, it it's neat. Like uh, they have expanded that game to an extent where it is it is a genuinely good video game, especially uh, one that came out of the fucking garbage launch that they had. So yeah, it's good. It's fun. You were like, ah, oh, Battlefront Two's on Epic. I'm like, yeah, I, re- I re- claimed it. You're like, oh, we should play. I'm like, nah. <laughs> what do you What do you like better, Squadrons or Battlefront Two? Uh, I think I think Battlefront Two has more to it. Um, Squadrons is like like Squadrons is got better flying than Battlefront Two does because like there are ship <sighs> battles in Battlefront Two yeah. as well. The flying Battlefront Two I do not like. Did you ever do it with a controller? No. Why would I do that? Because <laughs> it's better with a controller. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's only good with a controller. Okay. Um, it's horrendous on mouse and keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> you don't do flying games with mouse and keyboard. No. I, you should play Elite with mouse and keyboard. It's fucking great. Because you're, you're like you're like pressing the individual buttons to like turn off your steering control. Oh, okay. So you're like right. free fall, and then you're spinning in mid air. Oh, so but cool. at that point, you well, you know, you're not you're not like piloting. You're like you are like working a, co- a computer at that point. I mean, that's what you're doing when you're piloting. Yeah, I know. But that's like, what it made me feel like. I, I felt like I was turning off all the switches, and then like and then like yanking the stick. I don't have a stick, but you know, like yeah, I know. But like flying like an X-Wing is like getting a controller and moving a joystick, right? It's not like... Yeah. You're not like flick this on, flick this off all the time. Yeah, no. Um, like They do do a better job of that in Squadrons. Um, the Squadron's story is not good. 
Um, on, actually, and you know, Battlefront Two story is not good either. Um, the campaigns in both those games are crap, and I have played two levels of each, and I'm never going to go back and play those campaigns. Mm. They're they're not good. Mm. Um, I think like Squadron, uh, Squadrons captures how sick it is to be in an X-wing when I'm in VR, the most. Like, mm. that is like. Oh, like I am seven again, and I'm watching Star Wars for the first time for the first time, and going to bed, and in my mind, like I've got like a fucking rebel pilot helmet on with huh. an astromech behind me. Except I can look around and actually see all that shit, and it's dope. Um, Does sound really cool? Carry. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, like Battlefront is like, hey, I can be over on Kenobi and use my lightsaber, <laughs> and he can say the hello there line or whatever. Who did the voice for everyone in the in the game? Uh, James Arnold Taylor. Ah, yeah. Have you seen his YouTube channel? Nope. It's not good. Well, he... Uh, like, they got all the Clone Wars voice actors. Right. So, they they do a good job. Well, speaking of games that came out in 2017, uh, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> You're loving this. It's great. Go on. <laughs> it's all right. We'll get to, we'll get to GameStop in a minute. Jim. Um, <laughs> so I haven't I haven't been playing much. I'm still writing this freaking guide. Um, but the little bit that I have played, I went back and I, I I for the first time I put the switch on the projector at my place, um, and played some Breath of how, the Wild. How did that look? You know. Not as good as I wanted. Yeah. It's hard to go back from when you're from the PS5. Yeah. Not necessarily that even. Like, honestly, just on, like, an objective, like, not even a comparative level. Like, the texture quality, it's a bit simple. That's fine. Um, but the pop-in, like, enemies pop-in, like, at a really close distance. Yeah. Um, like, you're walking up to enemy camps. And it was enough that I could never notice it when I was playing on my on my couch looking at my desk with my monitor, like, sitting slightly forward on my desk. Like, when there was a small screen, like, really far away... I didn't notice any of that shit. But on a big projector, the size of my fucking, like, like bigger than myself on, on the screen, <laughs> the Sam was, we were looking, we were using YouTube on it right the other day, and, and we look at the thumbnails, the Sam was like, oh, these are, these are really big. And, and Sam's like, I think these thumbnails are bigger than my computer screen. I'm like, what? There's no way. And <laughs> Sam got the laptop out. And like held it up, and it was like, oh my god! <laughs> it's like the, the amount of area it took up on, on like the YouTube thumbnail was like twice the area of Sam's screen. <laughs> and I was like, oh, but not the not my desk monitors. Like, what is that? Like twenty three inches. Sam was like, hang on. And then like came back, you know, like holding the hands out a certain distance. <laughs> and I held up to all. I was like, yep, no, this smaller. I'm like, oh my god. So that that's the biggest bummer about playing that was the like the enemy pop in. Like I'm walking up to camps and I see it there, and I'm like. I just want to see the enemies. <laughs> That's all I want. I just want to see the enemies right now. Um, but it's not. It's not bad. Um, that game's still gorgeous. Like I, I can have those moments of like, uh, but then I can also have the moments where I'm like in the Temple of Time and the sun rises over the mountains to the west, and I'm what? <laughs> the sun rises. Sun rises <laughs> the mountains to the east. I must be watching the sunset. It must have been the sunset because it was the mountains to, mountains to the west. And I'm looking at. It, I'm like, all oh, the older game does different sunrises and sunsets. What? Or Zelda does different rises and sunsets. No. They don't? No. Minecraft for a while, it was the opposite. It used to fuck uh, everybody up. And then it changed <laughs> it one day, and then it ruined everybody again. <laughs> no, they don't, they don't do that in Zelda. Um, but, oh my god, watching the watching that sunset over the... 
over the mountains in the west. If I could say that four more times this podcast, it's um really special. But I think that the what I wanted to talk about with the game um is a couple of things. One, playing the initial section, I'm playing it on master mode, which is the like way harder. Enemies do more damage. Like there's the tiered enemies, the red and the blue and the black and the silver and the gold enemies. And instead of starting with red ones, you start with blue ones. And all enemies regenerate health if you leave them alone for like five seconds. And all of your weapons break faster. And they all do more damage. So it's it's proper difficult. Um, especially on the plateau when all you start out with is like tree branches. Like once you get off the plateau and you start getting weapons that actually do damage, it's okay. Um, but it's it's tricky. Um, and it was it was interesting. It's interesting playing this one considering that I've like basically 100%ed it already. It means that I'm not playing it in that same broken completionist way that I always do where I have to do everything first. And I was just like, oh, I know there's a couple of shrines up the top of the mountain that I'm walking under, but I'll, I'll circle around. I'll come back, get those later. Like I've never done that in the game mm. before or like this. But I just so like, <laughs> but I just, I know this world well enough that I'm like, I'm not exploring. I'm not like, oh, is there something over there? I better go check it out. I'm just like, no, I know there's shrines up there. I'll be back. I'll come back for those. I can teleport here whenever I want. It's fine. So I just I just decided to mainline a bunch of the story. And listening to the story in more of a condensed fashion and seeing the uh, the initial story uh, cutscenes from the start of the game where um, old man Hyrule is explaining what happened 100 years ago, it, it provides a really interesting take on the Zelda formula where they're talking about how they unearth these great machines that they know once defeated Ganon. And so they unearth them again and there was a because there was a prophecy. And it becomes about the and and knowing that, you know, Zelda's whole story is about how she can't live up to this prophecy. It's it's such a it's actually a really interesting story, and I think it would have hit much harder for me if it had been told over a more condensed traditional I mean it it format. was. You just decided not you to do that. You just decided to not do that. <laughs> I mean It was told like that, except you decided to wait. The story the story was very sparse. Like even if I mainlined it, I think that I still would have found the story really sparse. Because all of the a lot of the story is done through those optional memories, right? Which you basically yeah. have to comb the entire map to find. I, I did all of the shrines without finding all the memories. Oh, okay. Right? Right. So and then I had to and then I had to find them, which I could only do because I knew the map so well at that point. Right. Because you see, you get the, like the little thumbnail pictures of like this is where this one is. I'm like, fuck! I guess this one is over here, and it took me like an hour to find. So point being, they do a really interesting thing with the story, where it's like, it's about them living up to this prophecy yeah. and living up to their expectations, and they can't do it. Yeah. And then when they finally do do it, like Ganon totally subverts their expectations because it's already worked on him once before. He's figured out how to like turn it against them yeah it's such an interesting take because it's also the 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 zelda story that integrates the most uh history from the older games into it where they specifically in one of the um one of the cutscenes they talk about the the hero of twilight and the the hero of the high seas and the hero of time like they talk about all of that stuff Mm. and you could find locations from ocarina of time on the map and it's so and 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 some of the the world locations are named after things from Wind Waker. It's also tied in in this one, and it's and it's a it's about the game living under the weight of the expectations of the series and the story expectations that sit on top of it, but yep. also about the stories living with that weight as well. It's really fascinating in a way that I had never like paused before. Like it, it just didn't, it just hit me. I was like, whoa. Yeah. 
yeah, like I th- I think that was my favorite part of Breath of the Wild was yeah. like it it being a successor to itself. Mm. Um in a way that was like yeah, like like you said like it, it's really fascinating to see them grapple with what it means to be the sequel to the games that people grew up with. Yeah. Um I think I think Age of Calamity um the Hyrule Warriors game yeah. uh, cheapens that a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah. Cuz I was thinking, oh, this is the Story. Oh, I heard that they they kind of just harp on the same themes of the main game, and I was like, great. I want I want that expounded. I want more of that. I I didn't I didn't play the game. I was watching my husband play the game, but I think where I fell down was I either I didn't want to know this actually, or right. I didn't want to know that this was it. Like that's like you don't actually need to see when Han and Chewie met yes, in Star Wars. Yes, I don't need to see that or. Or, or they didn't do a, a, a an earned enough version of that that made me go, yeah, no, that was really good. Um, it wasn't that. Okay. Um, and that's that's my pr- like feeling on that. Like, you know, I, not everybody agrees, but like, I I didn't love it. What? How long has that been there? It's been here literally every time that we've. <laughs> I haven't it. seen it. You did that. Did I? It's from my housewarming. Was I really drunk? Yes. Yeah, that's why it looks so shit. There's a Charmander somewhere in my room as well. I feel like drew. it should be the other way around. <laughs> there's like a there's like a cool S. Jeremy's got a cool S on a sticky note above his desk. <laughs> yeah. When when I when I raise my desk you can't see it. Um <laughs> so when I lower it I see it. <gasps> well, you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I that that is a shame. I do want to play that game because that story is very interesting. But yeah, it's just interesting play going back and playing it in a new context. I um you know all the rumors are that you know two should be coming out soon. Um, I went back and I watched the trailer, and I like I like I like keyframed it. I didn't keyframe it. What am I saying? I like frame by framed it. I was like, because there's that that last bit where it's like it like cuts like eighteen times in ten seconds where it's just like zoom, 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 zoom. yeah. And I was just like frame 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 oh frame 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 oh oh <laughs> this is in a different order than what I think it is. Whoa. Um, yeah, that that trailer for number two, it's amazing. It's also at sixty frames a second, which that game is not going to be. No, but it looks great. Well, <laughs> maybe it is because it's going to be exclusive to the Switch Pro. That would make me so sad, so upset. <laughs> It'd make you more than sad. It'd make you four hundred dollars lighter. Not immediately. I, I couldn't do it. Ah, oh, fuck. Maybe I did. Yeah, more would. than four hundred dollars. Also, yeah, yeah it'll cool. be more than four hundred. Ah, oh, don't do that, Nintendo, please. Uh, but I want that game. Ready to spend six hundred dollars second for Breath of the Wild too? Oh, I don't want to buy a new Switch. You gonna? My current Switch is fine. Well, it's alright. Try your old one for the My new battery, one. My battery. I've still got the original launch model battery one, right? Really? It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You got lucky. You know, I got like nearly seven hundred hours of YouTube on that thing. Oh my god! <laughs> I checked the other day. <laughs> is that your like most played yeah, game? Yeah. <laughs> it's really embarrassing. By like next closest is Breath of the Wild at one hundred and eighty. <laughs> Every oh. and again, like my husband and I, like we'll we'll be on the switch and we'll see you go online, <laughs> and uh, all I'll, I'll just get like a little like a little voice next to me going, "Can you just YouTube on the switch a lot?" <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, I've I've because it was plugged into my projector. I was using it as our like media box for a little bit. I didn't want to unplug the HDMI cord and put it back at the PS5. That's cool. Breath of the Wild's cool. I like hearing about things that you were excited about. Yeah, I like being excited about things. Good. Yeah. Do you want Breath of the Wild 2 to be a, the Great Flood? What, Wind Waker 2? Yeah. No. Well, th- like, there was the rumor that, like... I want it to be Breath of the Wild 2, not Wind Waker 2. Yeah, I know, but there was the rumor that they were going to take that world and flood it. I That'd want cool. them to fuck it up. 
like, because in that trailer when the castle goes up, I want them to mess up that world. I want, like, take Breath of the Wild's world and fucking apex the shit out of it, yep. you know? Like, we like Leviathans and, and Bones and Crash spaceships and, yeah. you know, just unearth and upturn and reinvent that map, but also have it be familiar. If you could just do that in two years, that'd be great. Um, sure. $700. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but the, the final thing with it was playing in master mode. I wasn't just being choosy about where to, like what shrines to go. Cause I knew the map, but I was also having to be choosy about combat encounters. Um, Cause it was like, fuck, I don't have the weapons to deal with this. I just got to, I just got to move on. I got to just being choosy in that game was interesting. Instead of just being like, here's a group of enemies. I'm going to kill them. And then I would. And it's like, here's a shrine, I'm going to do it. And I would. And then here's a Korok scene, and I'd do it, and I would. Like, having to be thoughtful and decisive in that game is quite refreshing for me. <laughs> cool. The end. You going to finish it again? Don't know. Okay. Sam also played a bit, which is cool. Because they, they played a bunch when I was playing it the first time, which was years ago now. Yeah. And they, like, played it. And they were like, oh, my God, it's 12.30. I was enjoying that. I was like, yeah, I know. How cool is that? <laughs> I remember having those moments with that game as well. I remember accidentally staying up way too late playing it because I got sucked in. Yeah. Then what happened? I never went back. Yeah. I mean, I had those moments with that game mm. where I would, I would play 20, 30 hours in a couple of weeks and then I would not touch it for a month or two and then I would go back and it would get me for another 20 or 30. Like, give it a go. No. <laughs> but, but like, every time I think about it, I don't like it. Why? Because I think I just don't like that game. <laughs> Too much of the systems I don't enjoy. But if you get... if you, it, <sighs> The Master Sword breaks. No. It, yeah, it does. It depletes. Yeah. It needs to recharge. Don't like it. Did you get the Master Sword? No. <laughs> no, but when I found out it breaks, I was like, I don't want it. It's like every other sword. <laughs> I, don't, I certainly don't want this anymore. Why does that one break? That should be the one that doesn't. The, pro- the biggest problem with the Master Sword is that, well, it breaks, but also it's not that strong. Like, it's a 30 damage weapon, you can get 60 damage weapons. Oh, it's even worse. Yeah. Then what's, what's the point of it then? You right? can upgrade it with the DLC. Can I buy the DLC? And then it gets 40, 50, 60. It also does like double damage against Guardians. Okay. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Hey, dude, what's the question for the week? Uh, if you could, if you could speed, if you could choose a game to speed run, for what would you choose? And you have like to be the best speedrunner of it ever. Yeah, the one that not one that you like learn the route for the speedrun and takes you like ten yeah. hours. You have to be number one speedrunner of this game. Yeah, so like you, top. You five. have you have to work on. Yeah, you have to. So you have to put in the hours to do that. Yeah, yeah basically, you can't just do it automatically. Like the dozens of hours. Yeah. Have a think, everyone. I've been thinking about this for weeks. This question is great. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Minimap Cast. Slowly, we have been thinking, wondering. Dog, what do you have to say? Hey, Drew, what's the question for the week? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know um, how much of that's going to stay. In. 
What? What? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, what game would you speed run? What if you had to choose a game to speed run? Which game would it be? Mm. I found this to be tricky. Yeah. Because I didn't want to. Because you got to balance it between like something that's kind of short, but also something that you're going to be able to play multiple times without getting sick of, right? Yeah, but also maybe something that's not like so trick intensive that yeah. you have to like break your hands to do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Mm. And also, I didn't just want to, which is what I did immediately do, and go like, oh. Who's got the fastest time on Aragon? I did look that up, and I am going to look it up again here. I've got I've got speedrun.com up, so every every game here we can look it up and see what the sort of times are at the moment. Uh, Aragon on a normal difficulty is three hours thirty two minutes. There's only one person. There's only one person who's played this game on console, and they've got all the categories. <laughs> that could be you. It's Aragon. Could be me. <laughs> And there's one person who played the game on easy on PC in two hours, 24 minutes. I did not know this game was on PC. Uh, was it Christopher Paolini? Paolini? Yeah. Was it him? <laughs> Is the, the author of Aragon? The author? No. <laughs> <laughs> Silly Jeremy. Um, but yeah, no, it's a little tricky. Mm. Uh, I would I would speed on Aragon for on a, on a lark, on a whim. Is that your answer, Aragon, actually? It's not my definitive answer. Mm. It's like one I would do, mm. but not... Only because it would take me like a minute to like get good at it. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of uh, getting good at like a Ratchet and Clank game. Yeah. Ratchet two I was or Ratchet three. That too. Or four, actually, Gladiator. That one's that was really yeah. quick. You just do the missions and you get through and. True. True. It'd be a lot of menu management though, because you gotta you gotta select the levels mm. and. But I think there'd be some cool sequence breaks that you can do in there. And a, like a bunch of glitches, I'm sure you could like get out of bounds or do like a long jump, something or other. Can you speed run Animal Crossing? Probably, right? Like, it'll be a lot of it would include like going into the system settings. And Which one? New Leaf. New Leaf. All right. What are the times? Uh, first debt is one of them. Record for first debt is... What, just getting your first house? I guess, yeah. That's boring. Seven minutes, 41 seconds. Yeah, no. What about, like, unlocking literally everything? So, all debts... Sure, yeah. Yeah. All debts is one hour, 32 minutes. Whoa! Very impressive. And then there's golden golden net is one of them. Yeah. Three hours, 34. I think that's getting every bug, Every bug, yeah. Yeah. So, that's... (laughs) We've got... There's three... Three times here. Three hours, 43 minutes. Three hours, 44 minutes. Those two are within one minute of each other. Nine hours, 13 minutes. <laughs> oh. I'm thinking for the old debt one, you probably just fuck around with time. Maybe. Right? So like You, you would need to you, maximize you put, how you get the most money. Yeah. And the then, least amount of days. Or like getting money Oof. by time traveling somehow, right? Yeah, All sure. golden weapons. 13 hours, 16 minutes. Mm. Uh, snow, 13 hours. Snowman yeah. bingo? I don't know what that is. No. Nah. KK credits. Oh, that's not a bad one. KK credits. Yeah. 42 minutes. Doesn't look like it's run that much. Mm. First first debt is run a lot. Yeah. All debts has got four people. Interesting. Yeah. I wouldn't do it, but there you go. interesting. What would you do, June? Um, Catherine, I think. Mostly because I think the puzzles... Like when you get into, when you get into like the headspace and you do the puzzles like super fast, it's so satisfying. And I feel like if you had that down to a T, it would be 
Yeah. Beautiful. Mm. Um, yeah. Fair enough. Have you watched Catherine Speedrun before? I haven't. But I feel They're like tense, I aren't now, they? Huh? Yeah, they, they are like, they are full on. Yeah. There's a baby with chainsaw is it, is hands. It, it's wild. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, uh, is it fun to watch? Yeah. Yeah, they are good fun to watch. Because you know, like all of like the all of the anime story bit is like the they the part yeah, that like, they go through as well cut, as possible, but yeah. the like the the gameplay part of it is like yeah. you can follow it. Yeah, it's also very optimized. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. A lot of it's like strategy more than even like I mean, like yeah. obviously you have to be really fast, but like you have to like know the most efficient way to make. I'm those sure. Stats. I'm sure there's probably like the community has probably figured out like certain ways th- the game wants you to do this thing, but you know you can play, you can do. The puzzles, however you want, as long as yeah. it, you get upright. I mm-hmm. feel like the community's probably got specific ways to do certain sections, and yeah. people are yeah. fucking around with that all the time they to figure be, out things rude. faster. Absolutely. Yeah, that's interesting. You uh, threw out the idea of Celeste before when we were talking. Yeah, um, I feel like that one. Well, that one's not bad, but it's tricky because that that's a game where the movement is so precise. You'd have to you'd have to become masterful at the controls. Yeah, you would. Um, which is something I don't know that I could do. Mm. It's something I, I I have the thought of that I'm like oh, I just don't know if I literally am capable of it. It's daunting. I have a couple ones that interested me. Astro's Playroom immediately came to mind. Oh, that's a good call. It's a great call. The speedrun levels or the game? Uh, the whole thing, including the speedrun levels. Yeah, why not? I mean, like, I mean, like, I, like I, I, separately, I guess. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd probably do the, everything. Ex- I'd, I'd either do one or the other. I wouldn't do both. Yeah, I mean, like, just like, I think all, like, both of those interest me. Like, because, you know, the, obviously the speedrunning levels are made to be speedrun, but, like, I, I wonder what it would be like to do the normal levels in a speedrun fashion. Because um, I think that's, like, got really tight platforming. Um, a game like Vampire the Masquerade was interesting to me. How I wonder how long that would take because it's a know. huge game. Yeah, or even like you know, like Fallout New Vegas, or like a like um, New Vegas would be interesting. Mm, like, you know, something where like you know you can uh, you need to just hit a bunch of triggers in different parts of the world at yeah. different times, yeah. and you just got to get there. Um, or even um, prey. Yeah, with the glue gun, I've seen speedruns of that. And oh, they, that game is busted. They make their own like ladders to get to different parts of the map way earlier with like the the the, the terrain manipulation gun thing. Um, I think that'd be pretty sick. What about like Pathologic? I don't know what the gameplay of that one is actually like. Hang on, let's have a look. Um, my actual answer is is Shadow of the Colossus, but that's because I have like watched speedruns of that game, and I've done some speedrun tech in my own um, gameplay, uh, just normally that I've like introduced, like letting go at the right time so the Colossus can send you from one arm to another. Um, but also, so when you fight a Colossus, sometimes you have to like hit a weak spot, and then like a, a small cutscene will play of the Colossus falling over, which then you can climb onto his back and jump on. You can actually control the character during those cutscenes, um, which is interesting. And so, in the first one, for example, when you 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 whack the back of his leg to like make him kneel down, um, you can run around to the front and jump on his head at the right time. Mm. And just you're at the head, you just stab twice, and he's dead. It takes like fifteen twenty seconds. Um, I've done that before, and I I was like, oh, that was sick. Like maybe mm. I should like look into more of that stuff. Like I I didn't get too far into it, but like. 
like once you know how to beat those colossus, I like I've been doing another playthrough recently, and I'm up to like, I I I defeat them in two minutes. Two minutes, wow. Yeah, like some some of them are so quick. So what? It probably take you like two hours to do the whole thing. Yeah, like honestly, like the 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 longest thing to do in that game is to get to the colossus. Yeah. Um. So I could probably beat the game in. Putting a number on it, uh, I'll say three and a half hours. I reckon you could do it way faster. Than yeah, that. you reckon? Yeah. Um, some some of the classes are annoying to fight. I was gonna say, yeah, I guess giving giving room for fuck ups. Yeah, yeah. Vampire the Masquerade, twenty nine minutes. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Astro's Playroom times. Do you want to hear what they are? I, I would love to hear them. Top time is twenty four minutes thirty five seconds. Right. Cool. Uh, That'd be fun to watch. Yeah. So it's pretty competitive. A lot of them are around twenty six to twenty seven minutes, and then the and then yeah, it goes from twenty six thirty to twenty five fifty one to twenty four thirty five. So the top two are are like kind of leaps ahead from the rest of the competition. Right. Cool. Yeah. Twenty five minutes. Are there any games that you wouldn't speed run, but you are interested in watching? Ocarina of Time. Yeah. What's the what's the fastest speed run in Ocarina? Uh, when I got it, when I saw speedrunning for the first time, it was an Ocarina of Time speedrun, and the time was about nineteen minutes. Um, that game and that game was unbelievably broken back then, and you could finish it in yeah nineteen minutes. Right now, the any percent speedrun is seven minutes. Wow. And like honestly, I watched the um. There was an old dungeon speedrun in the last AGDQ. That was uh, it. Finished the stream, and there's a there's a new thing that they've introduced, not introduced, that they found in Ocarina of Time called SRM, which stands for Stale Reference Memory. Which is like if it's like Link picks up something and the, they've they've got a, a memory address table, and there's a reference to the item that that Link has picked up, and then they like go out of bounds or they go out of bounds with it or something, and then the reference gets deloaded. And then they go back into the area and it puts a different item in Link's hand. And then they can use that to then manipulate the memory. They've got like memory address things where you look at certain angles and all of a sudden they can like have the save file of the like the load screen link that's on the front thing and then yeah. young and then you can use like debug boots and tunics and arrows that were never in the game but were in like the early like it's absolutely Fucking busted. Hell. And it's so precise. Yeah. Like it's something I I don't think I have anywhere near the, the the amount of patience. Like it is so unbelievably broken, and like it is it's funny, right? Because the all dungeons categories beat all the dungeons and then get to the credits, but it's not like a hundred percent or any percent where it's like beat the final boss. So what they do is they they get all the tokens, they beat all the bosses. Some of the tokens they just get arbitrarily through the through the boss fight. And then they just wrong warp to the credit scene, <laughs> and that's the t- <laughs> that's the game. That's the time. So yeah, that game's busted. Fucking hell! Tool assisted speedruns are just like they're just wild. They're yeah. so fun to watch. Yeah. Um, I would maybe do. I I would like to try my hand at a Wind Waker speedrun. Um, the backwards. What? Is isn't Wind Waker the one that backwards boating was like not speed limited? Mm, oh, not backwards boating. Backwards swimming. Right, okay, yes. So it's yes. like Link's speed going backwards isn't capped. So you 
you can go. That's so funny. If you if you could do if you do it frame perfectly on the stick, go forward, back, forward, back, forward, back. Yeah. So turn link around that fast, then he gains speed. But obviously you can't do that because you need to do it like thirty times a second. So speedrunners will jump in the water and then pause buffer. They'll go back pause, back pause, back pause over and over for like two or three minutes straight until Link's got enough speed that when you hold like the camera button, it tries to put the camera behind Link, but Link's going too fast. So then the, the game starts doing the back <laughs> forward thing automatically for right, you. Right, okay. And then you have to like, then you start going so fast, you're just going... <laughs> and you have to like swing past, get an air refill and then go basically wherever you want. But like you can also crash the game if you go too fast. Yeah, right. Um, And you can also like hit random islands in the middle of the ocean. It's incredibly precise, but... There, there's some there's some tricks in Wind Waker I, I could see myself getting. Like, some out-of-bounds, like, ledge grabs that then you can, like, leaf around to, like, behind a locked door. Like, float around behind it and get, like, do some sequence skips like that. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, or a randomizer run, I would do that as well. Because the randomizer for Wind Waker is rad. Have either of you watched Pokemon speedruns? It's like... I've s- only seen the original Game Boy ones, and that's also... V- those are very broken games. Yeah, it, it it is just RAM manipulation to the point where your screen gets covered in garbage. Yeah, and you don't even know what's happening. You have no clue what's going on, and it's you're just like you're changing, like you're buying a certain amount of potions and getting a certain amount of like ethers or whatever, and just like it, the screen just becomes like a garbled mess, and then you win. Yeah, it's it is it is so funny to see because like the they're obviously very popular runs and seeing the the twitch chat just go like what the hell is going on <laughs> and the this the runner is explaining what's happening but, but like yeah it doesn't it doesn't land none of this makes any sense it's it's great it's honestly so fun to watch i'm sure this conversation's come up multiple times at stages but like what at what stage does it constitute like you know, this is not a speed run anymore this is just breaking the game so, so like mm. they, they split those up into you can have like a glitchless run i see yeah, yeah. so so you yeah. can have you can have a broken run and then they'll they'll they can time those separately to glitches yeah. runs. they've done that with ocarina now where you can have srm or non-srm runs yes yeah. which um, i think is good yeah because you don't want to blow someone out of the water because you managed to just break the entire game and then th- yeah. all this person's work is then ruined it feels like cheating yeah yeah well, it is cheating for i've just had a look i've still got the ocarina of time things here so for all dungeons which i mentioned before the srm uh world record is 36 minutes eight seconds which is that one of getting all the tokens and then walking through the credits. Non-SRM is 45 minutes longer for the world yeah. for the world record. So yeah. Hey, can you look up Sea of Thieves? Yeah. I wonder what the first category is. Like, is there credits in that game? There's a couple of categories for Sea of Thieves. I don't know them very well off the top of my head. Um, there's Athena's Quest. I guess they probably would be separated by quest from there. Yeah. Mm. So Athena's quest, any percent or a hundred percent, that's seventeen minutes. Uh ship size is a big part of what is faster or not faster, yeah. looks like. Pirate legend, um, that's the one where you have to get like fifty reputation with all of the things. Fastest time is a group of people twelve hours, eleven minutes, eighteen seconds. Mm. That's th- that's pretty good mm. still. It is pretty good, but that's a f- Fucking long twelve hours. That's, that's the next how many close... people had done that? And Sea of Thieves is so repetitive yeah. too. Yeah. So there's, so th- the top group is a group of four, and then the next group is a group of two. At f- it's five and a half hours longer at seventeen hours forty. Wow. Maybe the minutes. galleon. I guess more people to help yeah. sell stuff. And, yeah. Yeah. And but yeah. I, you also got to wonder how much of it is also like community participation. Like everybody, bring me your chests. Sort of thing. 
Uh, in the group of four. What, yeah. You mean like a server? Well, not, not a server. You, well, yeah, actually, yeah. Hmm. I don't know how they separate like online interactions in that stuff. But you wouldn't be able to unless you happen to be in a... There are private servers for streamers. Ah, uh, I see. Fish percent is 27 seconds. Fish percent? <laughs> fish percent. What's fish percent? I think it's for Fishing. how quick can you get a fish. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a how, how quickly you can get killed by the Kraken? No. <laughs> so there's Athena's Quest, Pirate Legend, Fort of the Damned, Ashen Winds, right. Sea Dogs Parkour, Fish mm, Percent. That makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I, I, I could get top one in Aragon. <laughs> Go ahead. Do it. Do it. Like, actually do it. I think I'll, you should. I'll get, an, I'll get a composite to HDMI converter. I'll buy a PS2 controller. Yeah. Or an AOA. Or I'll buy it on PC. That's probably cheaper. Yeah. Definitely cheaper. Yes. <laughs> and by cheaper, and you would just pirate it. Where would you buy it? It's not on Steam. Is it on good old game? <laughs> it might be on GOG. Might not even be though, because like, what fucking licensing nonsense would they have to done? Because it's based on the movie. GOG Aragon in Google comes up with Twitter.com, Christopher Paolini on Twitter, or someone lost their dog, Aragon. <laughs> Fortunately, he was found safe and sound. Hashtag Aragon. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> um, what's the question for next week? What do we decide on? Uh, this is Jeremy's idea. The, so the credit, license one? Credit, yeah, credit to you. Credit to at Obi-Wan-Jez. Uh, which license would you give... Which license would you give which team slash studio to make the perfect game? Yeah, so it doesn't have to be like... Doesn't have to be, you know. I would give Bethesda, right? You can say like the team, like, and it doesn't even have to be a team that still exists. You can say like the team that made Ratchet and Clank Three. I would want to make a Blade Runner game, right? Like, you know, it doesn't have to be that. Like, doesn't be doesn't have to be current. Yeah, yeah. Like, for example, if you wanted to say like the old Dragon Age team, which doesn't exist anymore. So, the Shadow of the Colossus team. Yeah, team Ico. Good question. Much to think about. Hmm. Uh, the big topic we're going to talk about for the end of the podcast today. Um, you all heard about GameStop? What's that? GameStop's a failing company in the States who also own a bunch of stuff like uh, Game Informer and EB Games in Australia and New Zealand. And are they GameStop in the UK? They own... Oh, it's Game in the UK, I think. And they own I them. think it's a different company. They own something in the UK. Anyway, GameStop's a big American company that hasn't been doing very well because everyone's going digital overseas. It's doing okay here, but not over there. And uh, their stock had decreased drastically over the last couple of years. So it was as low as like $3 something in the last year or so. They made a bunch of terrible COVID decisions like trying to stay open and justify how they were essential when they really weren't and stuff like that. Um a whole bunch of stuff has happened with this Reddit group called uh, Wall Street Bets, I think. Yes. R slash yeah, Wall Street Bets. And basically, they're this group of Redditors, investors, who watch the market and then they... I don't know, Jeremy, you could probably explain it better than I have. Basically, GameStop stock has increased 1,700% in the last week. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> So Wall Street Bets is like it's it's just like a stock. It's like it, it's mostly like it's mostly memes, honestly. Yeah. Um, 
But it was a decent sized community. It was like two million people or something. Yeah, right? no, like they 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 two hundred thousand. I think it's it's probably it's probably the largest like stock sharing uh, forum on Reddit. Um, but like most people there, I think were not serious. I think a lot of them were just like people who were, you know, semi interested in in the, in the stock market and and all that all that garbage. Um, they noticed that a bunch of hedge funds were um, open to like what what's the word when you've got like a weakness as a exploitation. Word? Yeah, they they were compromised. Compromised mm. was was I think the word. Um, by so okay, <laughs> hang on. So let, <laughs> let me go back. So th- this is this is kind of hard to explain. It's not where's Margot Robbie, right? It, it, it's not it's not something I'm super familiar with. I'm I am I am loosely aware of how this stuff works, but not like you know I I didn't sell. I've I've never dabbled in any of this shit. This is a picture that I found on Twitter, um, which is a picture of text um, shared by underscore Jimmy Kelly, um, the person, but they didn't make it. They say that if anyone knows who to credit, please tag them um, if they have Twitter. I don't think they do. So it begins with an example. Let's say I want to short XYZ, which has a current price of $10. I borrow one share and sell it immediately at $10. I now have $10 but I owe my broker the one share I borrowed. Then let's say that the price of the share drops to $7. I now decide to cover, which is to buy it back, my short position and buy one share at $7, return the share to my broker. I made $10 when I sold, my sh- when I sold only had to pay $7 to buy back what I sold. Uh, sorry, buy back what I borrowed. So now my profit is $3. Yeah, so you're like... You're buying it at a set price and then selling it back for like cheaper or something like that. Yeah, well, that that is that is the goal. That that is what you aim to do as someone who does this. Yeah, it's it, it's it's incredibly speculative and it's risky. It is a risky thing because you can. Yeah, it's stocks. Yes, but it but is not it is not it is not investing. You are not doing an investment into a company. You are buying and selling, in the hope that you will make money. Oftentimes, you will you will have to owe money if you if you make a mistake mm. which is which is dangerous yeah um it it's also it gives another example now let's say that instead of the xyz price it drops to $7 it goes up to 15 i still need to return the one borrowed share to my broker except now it's going to cost me a lot more to buy it back if i buy it back at $15 so i can return the borrowed share my loss will be the $5 difference between selling it at 10 and rebuying at 15 since the price can raise indefinitely, my potential losses as a short seller are unlimited. At some point, I have to buy it back to return to the share. Buy it, buy it back to return the share that I borrowed. The more the price rises, the bigger my losses. Right. Now for GameStop. A few weeks ago, a redditor on r slash Wall Street Bets noticed that a hedge fund had taken a massive amount of short trades against GameStop. They convinced everyone on the tr- on the thread to join forces. It's a weird space. They convince everyone on the thread to join forces and buy as much GameStop stock, GameStop stock as possible. This made the price rise, and the hedge funds' short position started to lose billions. Their losses surpassed the 13.1 billion that the hedge fund was worth. Oh my god! Eventually, the hedge fund had the hedge fund had to close their short position and buy all the GameStop stock back at much much higher prices, <laughs> sending the price even higher. Still, this is called a short squeeze. Now, the hedge fund is declaring bankruptcy. 
all the Reddit and all, and the Reddit thread is combining, uh, sorry, combing through other hedge funds with massive massive short exposure. That was the word I was looking for, exposure, uh, mm. so that they can short squeeze them into bankruptcy as well. Yeah, so it worked once. They're like, oh, we could just we just decided yeah, to do turns it. Out, and we could do it. Turns out the stock market sucks, and you yes. can just do whatever the fuck you want with it. Yes, yeah. uh, all of Wall Street is saying that the public should be. All, all Wall Street is saying that the public joining together in this fashion should be illegal, but really they are just they just lost at their own game yep. to the masses. Yeah. Um, so they've like there's been another couple of short squeeze on like AMC theaters. Yes. And there was another one as well. They they mostly seem to be targeting companies that would be funny. Yeah. They don't actually seem to be targeting companies that like could actually. But also it's worked because they have yes. been, they have been borrowed against because they're failing companies. Yes. Yes. Um. If Blockbuster was still around, they would be like target number one, yep. right? Um, I th- bet they wish they were still around. Oh my this. god! <laughs> they, they, that, like the the as they say, the meme potential would have been unlimited. Um, like this, this is like it's funny because it's like GameStop, and then like all of a sudden, video games are in the news for something that's other than video games, and that's yeah. funny. Um, there are. There are other sides of this. It is, it is cr- hilarious to see rich people be upset. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So many of them. They're all they're so entitled. They're so grumpy. They're so entitled. It's it's so upsetting. Yes. Just like all of you. <laughs> what was that? I think Byron posted. Uh, it was a, uh, a Simpsons like bunch of screenshots with like subtitles on it that weren't the right subtitles. And it was like Skinner lecturing the like the all the bullies, yeah. just being like, "You think this is funny? All these people who have their hedge funds have just lost so much money." And then all the kids start laughing. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I, look, I mean, you know, and to you know talk about it in real terms, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to have to sell their third boats, and that's you know like <laughs> that's really heartbreaking <laughs> for them. Um, I I have no sympathy for the hedge funds. I have no sympathy for. Anybody that's losing money on the stock market mm. because the economy is fake, mm. um, and it's a it is a game um, that no one else is invited to play. Uh, Do you know much about um, Rob- the Robin Hood stuff that was happening this morning? Yes. So Robert Robin Hood was it. I, I, they're an it, investing app. Yes. Yeah, and the they're blocking people from buying they, short shares, right? Th- they were so so they had blocked a bunch of a bunch of. Uh, Essentially, currencies, I guess, is like a way to put it. Like a, a bunch of a bunch of commodities that you that you weren't allowed to sell. Yeah. So, uh, GameStop was one of them. AMC was another one, um, which has started to trigger finally a crash in the stock of GameStop. Mm. Finally, mm. like it has been going up for like three or four days straight, just because people were buying it. I saw a tweet this morning. Mm. It's um. <laughs> From Dr. Bilbo Succulus, finance expert. Um, <laughs> please respect the markets. Our app was not designed as a means of stealing from the rich to give to the poor. We here at Robert Hood believe that. Yeah. Yep. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> there was um, also... An, did you guys see the drill tweet? I did, yeah. Yes. The one from 2013. Yeah. Yeah. Let me get it up. It's so incredibly. It's made. Shit. It's made for some very, 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 very funny content. Oh, like Twitter has been having a ball. Yeah. Um. Uh, there was something else as well. Uh, there's been a class action lawsuit against Robinhood. Mm. Um, from their users. 
Uh, which is hilarious because in their bio, like the Robin Hood's bio literally says democratizing <laughs> finance for all. Shut up. Like, right? Um, I, I'm really um, enjoying all the con- the the talk about, you know, the, the stock market is for rich people and as soon as like poor people have their hands on it, like mm-hmm. they seem it's they think it's unfair or whatever. So <laughs> Vlad, who is one of the co finders of Robin Hood, uh his most recent tweet uh blah 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 we cannot con wait, hang on. Is that the one I was after? Like he he's done this long thread about why what they like why Robin Hood has decided to stop um, sharing these stocks mm. and um, it goes on for a while. The final uh, tweet is: you can read more about our decision and what we stand for on our company blog and links the blog. It has 130 likes and 20 sorry 2.6 thousand replies. <laughs> oh my god, ratio. that's not great. <laughs> yep. That is a ratio. Uh, the first tweet also has 600 likes and 7,000 replies. <laughs> you all want to hear this drill tweet? Yeah. Yes. Always. If you see a man in a Forks mask walking down the highway with a sign that says, quote, GameStop, power to the players, unquote, that's me and I need water. <laughs> <laughs> September 22nd, 2013. <laughs> um, there is another part of it, which is like the, the, the lesser part of it. Um, uh, the alt-right. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, has begun to co-opt part of the 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 anti oh yeah I heard like this. The, the anti uh, hedge fund movement, which is like you know, it's because they don't understand irony and subtext. But like, they there are like so okay so Hillary Sargent, um, who is a writer. Um, has has shared a bunch of screenshots on 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 her Twitter um, from different alt right forums um, where they they are, they are they are enjoying the shorting and and making a profit off of it because a lot of it they can co opt into bringing people onto their side of politics in terms of like you know well if you like that stuff you'll like this stuff and they can find. Uh, disadvantaged white folk to to try and join their cause yeah um there's a lot of they call it dog whistling right yeah but it's more like this is more like recruiting like is that these are not like that's what it is like they they go to different communities and they try to like get whatever disenfranchised people they can in those communities to come and join theirs this isn't quite dog whistling though because what they're saying is not subtle Oh, okay. What they're saying is overtly anti-Semitic. Oh, okay. It's just yes. whistling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yelling, rather. They, they are barking. Um, <laughs> they are the, the dogs. Yeah, they are the, they are the dogs. Um, and, you know, I'm... I'm uh, th- th- there, there's a lot of... There's a lot of people... That, like, uh, this wasn't inherently, like, one political side against another. This was mostly... This was, like, a class warfare thing. Um, which, you know, kind of is one political side against another, but people don't realise that. Um... But it also leads into other things, like for example, R slash Wall Street Bet's Discord server got taken down by Discord. Yeah. Um, for hate speech, glorifying violence, and spreading misinformation, uh, a spokesperson from Discord spoke to um, Slasher, saying, "To be clear, we did not ban this server due to financial fraud related to GameStop or other stocks." Um, 
Discord welcomes a broad variety of personal finance decisions from investment clubs and day traders to college students and professional finance advisors. We are monitoring the situation and in the events that there are al- uh, allegations of illegal activities, we will cooperate with authorities and uh, as appropriate. Um, since then, uh, Wall Street Bets has made a second Discord um, and they have said they are just going to monitor the Discord to make sure yeah. that it doesn't turn into a, a garbage hell hole. There's already a lot of that already on Discord. There are some mm-hmm. terrible Discords. Absolutely. Um, because they're so private, because you can't just browse Discord servers, that's what that's how they can do that. So I I understand that. Um, I can understand why they wouldn't always catch all of them yeah. so quickly because they are private. Um, you know, it, it's 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 one of those things. There are there is a lot of things happening in this story, um, and it will. It will not be over by the time this podcast goes up. It will not be over probably by the next time we do another podcast because this is a little bit more proactive than what an Occupy Wall Street would have done. When Occupy Wall Street happened, a lot of it was uh, more about identity than it was about action in a way that was meaningful. I think it was a really good idea that got co-opted into just be something that what what it shouldn't have been. They they diversified into too many things that they lost their focus. And when they were protesting towards the end, there were folk in buildings on Wall Street who were just like taking photos and laughing at them from like balconies. And if that's not a Renaissance painting, I've never seen one. Um, this is at least like an, an, a thing that has happened that has caused the rich people harm, <laughs> which is good and fun. <laughs> um, uh, there are yeah. going to be some people who are just making buku bucks right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and like I've, I've good got on them. So <laughs> let's go back. I don't know what this means for GameStop in the long run because the stock isn't going to last. No, it's not. Like it, it, it's, it's already on its way down. But like, you know, it might go up again because who knows what any of this shit because it's all fake. Um, the 29th of July, six months ago. Right. 2020. GameStop's, GameStop's stock price, $4.06. The other day, 27th of January. Stock J- game stop stock price $347. Oh my god, that's nearly Yeah, what did I say before? It's 1700% more than what it was. If you had spent 50 bucks oh. on GameStop's <laughs> stock price in July, in July. Cuz it was higher than that a week ago. It was it was more than $4. Uh, okay, yeah, I'll go back one week. I'll go back, uh, go back five days. No, you might need to go back further than a bit that. Further? Yeah. Okay. Go back nine or ten. I'll go. I'll go to. I'll go to the twentieth of January, nine days ago. Okay. Thirty-nine dollars. That's still too high. That's that's in the middle of the go seventh of January birthday. Eighteen dollars. Why is that so? Why is that higher? And so eighteen dollars compared to thirty. Yeah, right, do that. No, yeah, so like, yeah, the seventh is $18, $18 at the start of the year. And now it's 300 and so what? So, like, like, in October, it was at $13. So, it, like, it, it went, and it was at, like, it was at $11 in November. Yeah. Because the new consoles came December. out. Yeah, like, like, yeah. Like there, there were other reasons why people would have gone. And they had such a terrible COVID response, which is why their stocks went so low yeah. in the middle of the year. Um, so, how much would you have if you put. I don't know, a dollar in. I guess you'd have... Let's say 50. 50 is like a reasonable 50, amount, yeah. like you said. Okay. 
Let me let me let me find out. Let me do that math. Hang on. Because you can't. Because if it, if the shares are worth like three dollars, you can't spend less than three dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Right, let's do the let's do the math. Okay. So, how much fifty dollars you said? Yeah. Let's say fifty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fifty dollars. Spent when? Uh. When it was thirteen. When it was thirteen. Okay. So. Uh, yes. When it was thirteen. That works well. I. Think. Uh, it goes to thirty-nine. It, it. Let's say four stocks. Right. Four Just because it'll get you to 40 or 53. Okay. Um, <laughs> so three times 13. I don't know how to do this math anymore. I'm just confused myself in a way that's like, that means I don't know how to use a calculator. How do you do it? <laughs> Buy four stocks while it's worth $13. Okay. So. 13 <laughs> times four stocks. Yep. $52. $52. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're just staring at me. Okay. Okay. So four stocks now. <laughs> four stocks when it reached three hundred forty-seven dollars. Okay. All right. I'm back. We out here. Let's open up OBS by mistake. Let's close OBS. Okay. I think this goes to show that none back. of us has like have ever delved into the stock market. Really. Oh my God, oh my you God, just stared at me with the most vacant <laughs> eyes. You're like, okay, fifty-two times. What was it? Three hundred forty-seven. What is that? So Calculator. <laughs> four times three, four, seven equals $1,388. Basically meaning you made $1,338. Yep. Yeah. From 50 bucks. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine that. I mean, the thing is, you'd be silly at that point to have invested in GameStop for more than 100 bucks. You know? You'd have been silly. Yeah. There are people who probably did, and they've made millions, mm-hmm. but I'm sure there's just a bunch of people who have just made a little bit enough to pay off student loans if you're in America, or like mm. buy a computer. Yep. I hope that the people that that are buying stocks now know what they're doing with it, I guess. So, you know, it's not a bunch of people losing a lot of money because they don't sell it, you know, they don't know how to sell or whatever, like... I don't know. Oh, like people who buy now. People from you know money, online yeah. that are seeing this happening and being like, "Oh, that sounds fun." I would oh, put good time to buy in, GameStop. You know? Yeah, that's probably now that it's happened. Now it's probably the worst time to buy GameStop. So yeah. unless it keeps going up, if it's gone down, I know. it's gone down now. Like I think, like yeah, if, but the whole thing is fake. The whole thing is a fucking like. That doesn't mean it doesn't have tendencies and patterns. Like, like, like an economy is fake. Yeah, but that doesn't that doesn't mean it won't have a certain predilection to going a certain way um, depending on what happens. Yeah. Every now and again, for my own sanity, and, and by, by for my own sanity means it actually reduces it, honestly, every time I do it. I Google uh, how much was the cryptocurrency that I sold years <laughs> ago <laughs> worth <laughs> now. Um, I sold it on the second highest day it ever was. Whoa. Nice, good job. Well done. Leads me to sit happily going, I'm never, ever going to do that again. No, never do that again. How much did you get from it? Uh, I put in like 15, 20 bucks. Got 100. Not bad. Bought some, movie, bought some movies. Yeah. <laughs> Return of the next day? No. <laughs> <laughs> God, that was funny when you're doing that like every other week. You need the money. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You kept spending it. Yeah, don't ask uh, me. You kept buying shit. <laughs> um, so let's, let's do what next to none of the people across the world will have been doing. Uh, because you know everyone's talking about this at the moment. Because it's 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 reached outside of the game sphere. What does this mean for GameStop? 
as a company. Let's 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 go with a couple of scenarios, right? Because right now it's so unknown. I think right now they just sit there like we have nothing we can do with this. Like I would say, like to try and work with this would be a fool's errand. And so I reckon they're just like we just got to see where where everything lies. There's no way they're going to be sending out emails to investors just being like, "Oh, hey, I see you've invested in our company, but you know nothing about us. Let me let me tell you." And all of a sudden they get all of this investor goodwill and whatever. Like not, that's not going to happen. So like the stock's going to come down. Let's 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 just pick a scenario. Let's say it comes down to higher than it was when the short squeeze began. So let's say it comes down to like twenty to twenty five dollars, which is still twice of what it was at the start of January. Yeah. What do they do with this surge of investment? What do they do with this renewed like company wealth? Or like, yeah, what do they do? I don't really know if they can afford to do anything at the moment. I don't. Yeah. Like, I don't know how much... Because, like, it's all buying and selling, so it's going to disappear at some point as quick as it came. I think the best thing they can do at the moment is nothing. Yeah. And hold out to see where it actually settles and then make their next move based on that. I don't know if they can really... Like, GameStop have been on the ropes for a while. They have. They've been closing stores in the States, fucking left, right, and center. That was because they had like a thousand of them, but sure. But I mean, like they like they re- reported like billions of losses every financial year. Yeah, sorry, every financial quarter. Oh. Um, you know, companies can't survive that. It's a it's a wonder they're still around. It is a wonder. It especially with how competitive digital markets and other online stores are in the states. Well, that's why they're failing. Yeah, that's the reason. It is the reason. Um, and of course, COVID didn't help that. No, but not at all. It's the kind of thing I've s- they've made so many boneheaded decisions this year, especially with their COVID response, which I know I've mentioned a bunch of times. But like, they've made so many boneheaded decisions. I can totally see them trying to capitalize on this and fucking it up, just absolutely by either. Um, oh, what I could see them just messing this up by making a call that is so short-sighted. They, that it screws over the people who originally actually did invest in their company or their customer base for like little to no reason. I can I can absolutely see GameStop as a company doing something like that. Okay. They launched their own cryptocurrency based off this. Oh my god. Oh my god. Buck bucks. <laughs> Buck bucks. Oh no. That's only an E B thing though, right? Buck coin. It's not a it's not a GameStop thing. No, it's not. Um Stop coin. Buck. Stock coin. <laughs> and that's the other thing as well, right? Is that their brand on the stock market is going to be perpetually associated with volatility and uns- unsuredness. But it wasn't it wasn't their fault that they were like in that position though. It was it no. was it's it's hedge funds that, that caused all this to happen. But I think at least the next six to twelve months, if they have any resurgence in value. It's going to be seen as being an incredibly uh, either like like a dumb luck situation or a or a situation that's out of their hands. It's not going to be. It's not going to. Their stock price isn't going to be a measure of their company's worth for the next three months at least. I'd say. I think what it might, hopefully, what it might do is open a window into how volatile actually all of it is, and that none of it's actually really worth anything, and that. 
like I honestly hope in a way that they just keep going for bigger and bigger fish. It'll and be regulated before then. If they, if they find a big enough fish, yeah, it'll be regulated in a week and it'll be over. There's too much money you, in the stock you, market. The whole world is built upon the I know, but, economy. I know, but how do you regulate what is supposed to be the free economy? Yeah. Like, do you like introduce licenses so only certain people can buy and sell? Because then that'll, point. that'll like... That will just mean rich people will stay in the stock market. Yes, no, it will. No, but like, but they can't afford to do that because they make their money off the poor people. They're, yeah. They don't have the, you know, capitalism is a game of winners and losers. They don't have, they need to keep the Money's losers in their fake. game. fake. Everything's fake. Yeah. Society's fake. It is fake, but at the end of the day, there will be a solution to keep the status quo as statusy quo. I'm so curious is. to see what's going to happen. It is very interesting. Anyway, get your games while they're hot. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna end it like that? <laughs> you gonna end it like that? Hey, what's wrong with that? Nothing. I'm trying to think of a trade and save, but I can't. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm trying so hard. That's no, that's not. You're not trading. I guess you are trading, but you're not saving anything. You're meant to just be making bucks, buku bucks. What does buku mean? You're asking the wrong person. This has been the uh, minimap. I know we don't have our we don't have our um our fact checker this week. Um, <laughs> this has been the minimap cast for January the twenty ninth. This will come out at a later date than that. So me saying the date is relevant. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you liked this episode of the podcast, you want to find more of them, you can go to minimap.com.au. Uh, you can also find our other podcasts like the Pecking Order, which we are about to record the next episode for. Um, and the previous episodes for it as well. They're great, like talking about the Hulk and how to kiss him, or ditto. How how is a good uh, word in that? Yeah, in that I sentence. mean, I feel like that's that's been the the crux of a lot of our <laughs> questions so far. Is how not, do we not do like this? wood, more like how? Is it even possible? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you like the sound of that, if you like what we do here, if you want to support us, um, of course, you can, on podcast services, you can, you know, subscribe to the feed, like it, give a positive review if you're on Apple or something like that. That would help us out a lot. Um, tell your friends about it, or you could also uh, support us monetarily if you would like at patreon.com slash minimapau. Uh, any closing thoughts? Or rather, if you had closing thoughts, would they be able to find you on Twitter? They can... Find me on Twitter at Junez, J-U-N underscore E-S-S. Yep. They could also find my my Twitter, KJ Palmer underscore 24. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at dollar sign G-M-E. Uh, you can see all my tweets there. Uh-huh. So that's where you can find it. Uh-huh. Definitely stocks related and not uh, Star Wars related. Twitter no. handles. No, no, no. Jeremy's actual Twitter handle handle is in the description of the podcast, and uh, even say it this time. You can find us there, <laughs> and we'll, you can find us back here in like two more weeks when we do another one of these podcasts. Don't know what we'll have played, but I'm looking forward to it. I hope you are too. <laughs> I'm going to finish the podcast now. Goodbye. Are you sure? <laughs>